What do you think? I think we're dead meat. Real dead meat. You're dead meat! Go ahead and laugh, you guys. If I ever find a little bastard, it's business. Dead meat. Welcome to the Dead Meat Podcast, your horror safe haven. I'm Chelsea. And I'm James, and we're engaged, and we like to get scared together. Guess who's back? Back, back. Back again. again. Yeah, yeah. Podcast back. <laughs> tell Lucy. 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 And tell your friends. Oh, also that. Uh, Hey, yeah, we're back <laughs> after a few months off. So mm-hmm. This feels super weird. Yeah. I, I cleaned this room. I mean, obviously, to all of you, it looks the same, but behind the camera, it was bad in here. <laughs> so now there's room. We can, like, walk around in here, and that's kind of nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We are filming this on Friday the 13th, which is very appropriate because today we're going to be doing the probably really impossible task of discussing and ranking our favorite weird side characters from the Friday the 13th series. Yes. Which, in my opinion, so over the break, I watched all of the Friday movies. I hadn't seen them all. I'd only seen like the original. Yeah. I'd seen, yeah, like I'd seen a handful of them. But never all together, never in a row. Not in a row. This was your first experience with the franchise as a whole. Yes. And Chelsea loved it. <laughs> Look. It's just hard to watch the same movie over and over again when it's not really my favorite kind of movie. Granted, the later ones start getting weird, but even those are, it's you tough. hated Jason X. I despise <laughs> Jason X. I can't believe it. I really thought that was going to be like really high up there for me just because mm-hmm. it's, it's in space. The concept is so stupid. It, I just hated it. So here's what we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're talking about all of the characters that I feel make the Friday movies good. Yeah. Like, every time one of these characters is on screen is when the movies are at their peak for me. And it probably explains why part five is my favorite <laughs> of all the movies. Where the... You bought a Roy Burns doll. Where'd he go? Oh, yeah. He's, he's around. Oh, man. I wanted to keep him on the podcast that he could live on my side. Oh, Because he's my favorite. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love part five because it has so many weirdos. We're just going to be discussing the we- the NPCs, if you will, of Friday. Yeah. So. So, so let's lay out some guidelines for the characters we'll be discussing. It's, it's hard because these... It gets a little murky. A lot of these is just, it's our judgment call. You yeah. know, it's just what we feel like doing. But in general, we won't be including anyone who's part of the primary group of victims. Correct. Which is, in most cases, a group of young, horny teens. Right. So, for example, no Crispin Glover. I think that's a very good example yeah. of the type of character. Because he's delightfully weird. Right. But he is obviously part of the main group in Friday 4. Yeah, he has too much to do with the plot. Like, we're talking just the weirdos that show up for, like, a scene or two. However, there are some plot-heavy characters that we have decided to include simply because they are not of the main group of True. characters. True, and they're just so weird. Yeah, so and for we're, example, we're talking, like, Creighton, Creighton Duke, Duke from yeah. Jason Goes to Hell. 
He's just so weird. He's a real weird guy, and he's got to be in here. Yeah. So how are we going to go about doing this, hon? What do you want to do here? I think let's go through each movie. Okay. Because I have a list and some notes about each of these little characters. And then what? After we just we'll... We'll try and rank them. Slot them in somewhere. And I can put that on my phone so we can, like, move names around and stuff. Oh, okay. So we'll basically be doing what Brutal Moose did with Halloween candy. Yes, a uh, friend of the show, Brutal Moose. Yes. Um, Best YouTube channel. I was going to say, it's James and mine's favorite YouTube channel. If you're curious what our favorite is, it's, it's Brutal it's Moose. Hands down, Brutal Moose. I feel like Brutal Moose is the YouTube channel that we both, like when a new video comes out, we get super fucking, fucking excited. Pumped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's, okay, let's go through, let's go through okay. each of these. And we made a little list beforehand, and mm-hmm. we got some help from Zoran, who's one of our editors, and uh, the the mind behind They Talk, if yeah. you haven't watched those yet. That's what I did over break, I was on one of those. We're also addressed as who oh, yeah. will likely be numbers one and two. Mm. We'll see. There's There's competition for the top three spot it's gonna be really hard i think the top five have a lot of great great potential i'm dressed as ethel yes from part five my favorite and i'm crazy ralph i do wish i had a wig like a A curl because she's clearly wearing she even said the actress who played her said in that documentary she had that wig from some other movie that's right she like like burt reynolds or something and the director was like oh that looks great and she's like okay she was delightful in that documentary so fucking funny yeah all right here we go. Let's start with Friday the 13th. The original. Part one. Probably my least favorite Friday. Yeah. I mean, it's down there for me, too. It's, it's, Guys, uh, we it's watch a bag it. of shit. It's really boring. It's real fucking boring, dude. <laughs> it's really boring. <laughs> There's, I forget who sent us this on Twitter. Uh, I, I I will maybe put any clip of it with credit to this podcast, but it killed me. It's so funny. It's a clip from this other podcast, and I can't believe I don't remember that. I'll just dub in the name now. How to Survive. They noticed the same thing I did, which is that every shot of automobiles in that original Friday, you have to see them both enter and leave the frame. The best example I can think of of this happening is the policeman who comes to visit. We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. So he, he says his piece, he gets on his bike to leave, but because his bike's facing the lake, he has to ride it down to the <laughs> lake, turn around really awkwardly in yeah. a tight space, yeah. then ride back past the camera, yeah. and then into the distance yeah. over all the horizon. All, all on camera. Yeah, yeah, it's like, they, the <laughs> kids, it, and the kids it. are all just staring at him. Even a motorcycle enters the screen, you have to see it both enter and leave. And I don't know if it's like, we're padding the runtime, or if it's that weird hang-up sometimes you get when you make a movie and you're like, well, we spent time filming this. It would be a shame to cut it kind of thing. You know, but you got to edit stuff. Credit man. to Sean Cunningham for coming up with Friday the 13th. That guy could not direct that movie. It's The, the difference between him and Steve Miner when Miner takes over for two and three is immense yeah. in the look of the film and what the camera does and the cuts. That movie is Betsy Palmer. It's like, I just imagine Betsy Palmer and (laughs) Harry Manfredini carrying like a large couch down the stairs. You know, like they're really (laughs) like doing the work here is kind of how that movie feels for me. All right, here we go. Part one, we're starting off strong because our first, I just call them NPCs. That's how they feel to me. That's fine. Our first NPC is our trucker. Oh, Ennis. 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 All the girls up there gonna look as good as you? Not enough. Who takes Annie to... Do all the girls up there look as pretty as you? Yeah. Uh, 
starting off strong, one, I just love truckers. I'm gonna be so like super sure. biased towards truckers. You yeah. all know I love me some trucks. He is given all kinds of exposition. Mm -hmm. He just is, he's just Boy very- drowned, 57. Cage killed in 58, water poisoning. I don't even need to put the clips in. No, I got it. Yeah. I've spent so much fucking time with these movies. Camp Crystal Lake has changed. He's talking to her and he's trying to warn Annie about the dangers and she's like, oh, and you've had a dream as long as I have. And he's like, ah, it's dumb kids, dumb whatever. Kids. But like he just says Heads it with a smile. Full rocks. <laughs> yeah. And also he's Maurice. Yes, oh, guys, this blew my fucking <laughs> mind. And once you hear it, you'll never unhear it. The guy, so Ennis, this trucker, voices Maurice in mm -hmm. Beauty and the Beast, Disney's Beauty and the Beast, and it's all I can hear now. Christy will wind up just like these folks, crazy and broke. He's been up there a year fixing up that place. I mean it this time. I'll never get this boneheaded contraption to work. It's so cute. And more I think maybe that's also why I'm giving him some leeway here. Maurice is just, I love Maurice. I think he's the cutest. My grandpa's name is Maurice. <laughs> and he also invented stuff. So I've always been like kind of partial to that character. Anyway. So, all right, we like we like our trucker guy. Yeah, I like Annis. Do we want to say right now he's number one? <laughs> I think uh, logically, yes, we have to say that. I think we're gonna have to make this list as we go. Yes. Do you want to do that on I'll your do phone? Because I have the notebook. Oh damn! I wish I brought my notebook. Well, I guess we can move it around when it's digital. So, good call, Evernote. I'm gonna open. He's you also up. an American original. <laughs> an American original. Do we count original? Annie? What? Do we count Annie? Oh no, God no. No, she's no, not. She's fake out final girl. Enough. No, she's. That's true. Yeah. She is okay. Sure. Yeah. She does a cool like flip on that. She truck, does. Though. She's very cool. Next up, this is a heavy hitter. He's gonna be the guy to beat. It's Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph. It's got a death curse. Crazy old Ralph. <laughs> 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 Not crazy old Maurice. We already talked about him. We got Crazy Ralph. Might just have in parentheses. I mean, <laughs> dude rides a bicycle. He rides. He really rides a bicycle. He a loves lot. riding that bike. He rides that bike for miles because Ennis drives Annie. Yes, he rides to his the camp bike so far, and it takes them forever to get there. Ralph's in town, and then he winds up at the camp, just hiding in the pantry for some yeah. reason. Yeah, he's in more than one movie. Yep, he's in two movies. Wild. That's rare. Like he's a good enough weird NPC townie. Is it to Walt be in Gorney? Is one. that his name? The actor Ooh, who also uh, voices the opening narration in Part Seven. There's like this long, oh. and and they brought him back for that. Oh, that's cool. And by cool. then he was like late 70s i think but yeah the thing i like about him is when we watched the uh it's crystal lake memories right that documentary yeah. all the actors from that first movie were saying he was really intense to be around on set and they just in retrospect they were like it's just because he's such a good he's such a good character actor but they said he was just like intimidating yeah and, um but in that he was you know a sweet guy but just i like that i've got to put crazy ralph Above Ennis. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he's number one. He's spawns. I think people a... would unsubscribe if we <laughs> if we were like, nah, he's not number one. He also spawns a template character that we'll see frequently throughout the franchise. He does. And then in other movies as well. He's basically Cabin in the Woods, that yeah, the Harbinger. Granted that already was kind of a thing in like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Sure, so. yeah, that guy hanging but out there. But still, I think if you at, like asked a horror fan who's like the example of that, it's him. Yeah, you know, definitely. 
Not saying that like he will be number one, by, but like if we just automatic, if we right now were like, there's not a chance, people would unsubscribe to this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Our next guy, um, big fan of him, the cop from part one. Okay. I don't have his name. I forgot his name He's if he has one. He's got some excellent dialogue. He was not in the original script. He was oh, really? uh, <laughs> written in by uncredited Ron Curse, who wrote the screenplay for the second movie at the behest of Phil Scuderi, one of the Boston moneybacker guys, one of those fucking guys fucking guy. from Boston. There's a lot of fucking guys involved in Friday yeah. the 13th. And Phil Scuderi was like, I want some more humor. Here, write this fucking scene with a cop. He's talking about weed. That's correct. Yeah. Like Is that's a hash, correct green, Colombian green, man. Hash, the, he says the weed. <laughs> the weed. You know what I mean? Would you just get off a spaceship or something? Colombian gold, man. Grass, hash, the weed. Okay. I... See, it's already really tough. I, we got three different very fla good flavors of weed I'd put, guy. I, I would put him in three. In three? Yeah. You like Trucker? I'm trucker is NS such a good him, intro yeah. to this movie. Yeah. And also, it's Maurice. Yeah. Okay, I'll... Yeah. I, I think three. Should we have to, like, come to a consensus, do you think? Uh, I think we're pr pretty good at doing that. Okay. All right. Number four, we have Diner Lady, Sandy, who, God, I think when we were rewatching this, I was so drawn to her because she's the most, like, I think so far throughout this entire movie, there's a lot of people in this who are either like not really actors or they've like been in a couple things. This lady, not an actor. No, she is a local who this is given lines. This is a townie with a capital T yeah. and I love and it. She's doing her best to remember them and not come in too early when Steve Christie starts his, but she's great. I love her. She's love got her. one of those voices that like sounds like it's uh, in her throat. That's okay. Two and a quarter. That's it. You know, yeah. like, oh, <laughs> she's very, I find her very comforting. There's something like, it's weird, even though, you know, you can tell she's not an actor. There is something about this scene, though, where it feels kind of real. Like, it feels legit. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching this like you like diner lady, you know, serving this dude at the counter because their dialogue is just so not any like it's so boring mm -hmm. but it you know it's got that nice comfy what's her name her name is sandy sandy and i i just like watching it that little weird moment of just this, these people in a diner yeah. i don't know i feel it's very fun Two and a quarter. yeah she's just trying really hard and i love her uh where would you play sandy uh it's hard because everyone so far is like we got some we got some like big Big NPCs here. I'd put her below Ennis. Yeah. So it's her or the cop. I almost like her more than the cop. Really? I don't know. She just is nice. Like <laughs> I was, I just remember, I'm trying to remember how I felt when I was watching the movie. The cop just felt kind of like, all right, we're, you know, he's funny, but this, the diner lady, I really was kind of blown away by. <laughs> I just liked her and was sad when she wasn't in any more of the movie. I will I will give you uh, Sandy in the third spot. Thank you. Sandy, the diner lady. All right, we're moving on to part two. Okay. We have Crazy Ralph again. Yep. We have our tow truck driver. Yeah, well, he's one while he's driving with the car, Jeff is like, banging on the window and he's just staring straight ahead yeah, he is he, not he tows like one of the main character's cars and he just 
Yeah, the pounding on his window and our tow truck it's driver just. Yeah. It's, it's so funny. It's that shot. And then after Ted reveals like, oh, I just did it as a prank. And he thanks the driver. The, the driver's like, ha, <laughs> just a smile. No line. Yeah. Uh, he is played by the film's stunt coordinator. Yeah. Who is the person who brought in Steve Dash to play Jason. He just, there's something about it. Because you can play, you can play that as like, a, oh, yeah, I'm helping your friendship. But even just when it's revealed, it's a prank. His face is just so like, hey, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would probably put him. I can't believe you put Sandy the Diner Lady above the cop. That's fine. Um, I'd probably put this guy at the bottom right now. <sighs> yeah. He doesn't oh, do no. much. He doesn't have any lines. I know, but his physical performance is so good. All it, all it is is staring forward and then smiling, hun. <laughs> okay, fine. I just, I don't know. He just seems like such a little son of a bitch. I, I love him. But okay, I see your point. Okay, we'll put him last. Uh, next up. This is going to be hard because how do you compare Muffin the dog? Ooh. Muffin is a very cute, good dog. Shouldn't be walking around the woods. No, they have it not on a leash and it stresses me out. It does have a bow though. Yeah, Muffin. I don't know what kind of dog Muffin is. Like a Shih Tzu? It's kind of a Shih Tzu Tzu Maltese maybe, something like that. Those long hair dogs that you got to clean its eyeballs. Oh, uh uh-huh. Its eyes are going to be real goopy. Yeah. Probably killed by Jason. Even though probably comes back in the end, that's a yeah. dream sequence. I'm pretty sure he probably killed the dog. Probably killed that dog when it uh, did the cut to the hot dogs on the grill. But then Kane Hodder said that Jason wouldn't do that. Did he? I think so. Am I, think I he making was talking that about up? Kids? Yeah, I don't know if he ever said. I swear he said kids and animals. Oh, maybe. Let me know in the comments. But he wasn't Jason for another fucking five movies, was he? That's true. Yeah. Maybe Jason X wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, Uber Jason would just pet Muffin. Yeah, exactly. Muffin does get a little dance with uh, Scott, I think the character's name is. He wants to dance with Terry, oh, who's the hot yeah. chick. And it's her dog. And Scott dances with Muffin instead. I mean, I love Muffin, but it's a dog actor. I would put Muffin. Um, I still can't believe you put Sandy so high. You can flip them if you want. Do you want to flip Sandy and the cop? I do want to flip. Okay, Sandy let's flip the them. That's I'm fine. sorry. I'm sorry. I just, you know, in my heart, she's number four or whatever. I would put Muffin above Sandy. Okay, I think that's fair. Is that Muffin, okay? Muffin, yeah, Muffin is. Although it's interesting because we said at the beginning we're not gonna have anyone who's part of the main core of characters, but Muffin kind of is. I don't know. Muffin doesn't have a job. <laughs> Muffin doesn't clean that. Muffin doesn't contribute to fucking yeah. Pakanok or whatever the, the camp is in that one. Moving on to part three. Ooh. Weird that I, I I do like part two mm-hmm. in terms of just my general preferences. Part two is, I think, the one I like the best out of the first four. Yeah, me too. But it's interesting because it has... Not a lot of weirdos in it. No, it's because it's so fast. It's a very, yeah. Steve like, Miner was basically like, okay, I'm just going to do the first movie again, but way faster. That might be why I liked faster. it so much. Yeah. It's because after watching the first one, watching that second one was like, oh my God, someone who knows how to edit. And move a fucking camera. And yeah. there's some good scares in that one. Like when she's in the cabin yes. at the end. And, and you see Jason coming from afar through the it's window. Very good. That shot, I, I always remember. I think remember. the final girl circuit in that one is really good. Ginny's uh, the best. That's I why like part two is great, because of Ginny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that one. 
Part three, we have Ali, Fox, and Loco, our three ne'er-do-wells. Bikers, I guess? They're kind of, they're bikers, they have, yeah. Yeah, because they he, run over he, the bikes. He yeah. pulls a peewee yeah. outside of the gas station, right, where they're, like, buying stuff, and the one character accidentally, like, fucks up their bikes, right? Yeah. You never do that, especially, like, 80s bikers, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They will hang you, tattoo you, kill you, whatever the order of that was <laughs> in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Unless you do tequila for them, the mm-hmm. dance. And Shelly did not. No, Shelly does not put on the big white heels and do a tequila dance. On no, the... he's too self-loathing for that. <laughs> I hate Shelly. Guys, I hate Shelly. Shelly's the worst. I hate Shelly so fucking much. <laughs> um, Shelly is a nice guy before we like knew that word. Shelly is OG He's nice ultimate guy. nice guy. Because you feel you do kind of feel bad for, you know, it's like, oh, and then you're like, all right. But then he just keeps piling he on keeps, himself. Yeah, he keeps, you know. And then Vera turns him down in like the nicest way. She's and he's very like, nice about it. And he's like, bitch as he leaves. It sucks. Yeah. yeah fucking Shelly. Don't be Shelly. <laughs> Ali, Fox, and Loco are three, three bikers. They're fun. I like them. Especially, I think something that contributes to my enjoyment of them is the fact that all the actors have said in real life that they were just giant fucking nerds and none of them knew how to be like a villain. Kind intimidating. Of. Yeah. Uh, the actress for Fox, rest in peace, unfortunately, yeah. was talking about how embarrassed she was of, uh, talking about the condom. And she like mm-hmm. takes out the the rubber the from wallet. the wallet. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I like them a lot. I like their. I I'm, I have a soft spot for biker types, bikers, truckers. I'm gonna be like into it. Um, Loco's great because he's smoking a cigarette while siphoning gas. That's then, fucking awesome. Also, after he gets stabbed with the pitchfork, he does the little like cigarette fall out of his mouth thing. Yeah. So that's cool. The siphoning gas with a cigarette in your mouth that. I'm I'm very happy you pointed that out and made me remember that because that's like one of the coolest things. And don't, I think Ali like grabs it out of his mouth and tosses it. And <laughs> then Ali is cool fuck. because he gets knocked out for most of the movie, then comes back at the end and fights Jason. Yeah, he does. And then gets his hand cut off. Yeah, he. Yeah, I feel like he holds his own for a while. He Jason, does. Yeah. Not many people get to fight Jason like that for as long as Ali does. And that's like the first time Jason is Jason as we know him, kind of. With the hockey the mask, mask and yeah. everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so those three yes, were kind of grouping bikers. as one. Some of, some of these characters were grouping because mm-hmm. it makes no sense to rank them as individual characters. Uh, I think I might be willing to put them above Ennis. I... I could I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean they're great. Granted, you know this is one of the cases where like they have more to do, so it's probably that's gonna be part of this. There 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 are there are a group of characters here who are on the line of what's eligible yeah. for this list. But. Like should we like what even is like is this list like what are we qualifying? That? Or is it just like ones that we we personally kind of enjoy the most? Or Our favorite, I would say. Just our favorite? Yes. Okay. That's how you got to do it because otherwise it's like you can't try like to be effect- objective about this. Effectiveness of their role in the screen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is just our favorites. Our then. favorites of the minor characters in Friday the 13th. Okay. We have our married couple, Harold and Edna. Oh, Harold and Edna that. from the very beginning. Of part three. I think she's they're the got curlers first, in her hair. like, 3D kind of moment. Because mm-hmm. he's got, like, a stick. I'm not sure what it is. But he's, it's like, holding like a, a pole to hold up the clotheslines, I, I think. think yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, got husband, has a power mustache. Harold's definitely going to be pulling the weight for the two of them. Because he's he, go, he eats a lot of things in quick succession. Yeah, he, his weird, like... 
He's got like an oral fixation. He like can't touch something without putting it in his mouth. I'm surprised he didn't try to eat that rabbit. Yeah, he's got a pet rabbit that lives in his in his little grocery store, which is kind of gross. Yeah. Because they poop everywhere. And he's eating these things and putting them back on the shelf. Yeah, he starts sipping stuff and putting it back. He's probably drunk because it turns out he keeps a secret toilet stash of of liquor. Yeah, he's got secret toilet whiskey. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, him and his wife fucking hate each other. Yep. <laughs> they hate each other in such like a specific like eighties like boomer humor type of way. Where like he definitely calls her the old ball and chain. Oh, for and sure. And all that kind of shit. But it's so weird because they don't look that old, especially her. Yeah, she just looks like a twenty six year old with who curlers. They put curlers in her hair, it's, and they're like, it's like. Oh, honey, like you're too young to be this over your life, you know. Then again, they live in New Jersey, so. It's uh, hey, we don't talk shit about New Jersey on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. He also eats fish food. That he just can't stop yeah, eating. Yeah, he things. eats. He's feeding his fish, and he eats the little flakes. Granted. I was tempted to do that as a kid. I feel I like I did it once that. as a kid. Yeah, very salty. We were watching that scene, and we both, I feel like, simultaneously admitted, like. Yeah, my dad had a fish tank. We had fish food. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my mouth. Yeah. Whatever. I don't remember what. I don't even know if salt. I ever actually tried it. it tastes just like salt. salt. Yeah. <laughs> just salt flakes. <laughs> Basically. You know, I just imagine it like, I don't know why. I just imagine that's how like in Goldmember his like, little box of skin would taste like. Oh. Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't and I don't need oh, to. Oh, he's got a little box of skin. No. Yet. Anyway. Where do we put Harold and Edna? Harold and Edna. Oh boy, um, I don't. I'm not gonna have them too high up. They're fine. Are they above Part One Copper? I'm gonna say no. Are they above Muffin the Dog? I might. Are, does that put them in last? No. Are they above Sandy the Diner Lady? Oh man, he I guess he eats fish food. Yeah, That's I fun. guess like he. You, you know, <laughs> they like do more more stuff. Yeah, Sandy's gonna get like an honorary mention from me. I'm gonna it's feel fine bad that if she's... Sandy's low. She's not last, but it's like our favorites list, and she's gonna get booted down so far. Yep, yeah, it's fine. All the other ones are more favorite. It's they can be less favorite, but they're still they're on the all favorites our favorites. List. Yeah, they're all our faves. Okay, don't feel bad about Sandy, honey. Let's put her. Let's put these. What do you, what do you think? I'll leave it to you. I would put them below. I would I would put them below part one copper above muffin the dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Muffin's really throwing me off because it's a dog. It's hard to. <laughs> I know. Compare. That was Zorin who was like, "I'll include." I, I, it made me laugh very hard. <laughs> one more from part three. We have just guy in road. Uh, his name's Abel. Abel, crazy Abel. Crazy. We, oh, oops! We killed Abel. Crazy Ralph. We need, we need uh, another we need guy, guy to do this. We need a guy to have an eyeball that and he's carried. That, he that found. doesn't look like an eyeball. It's gross. Yeah. It but just you... looks like a. It looks like. Uh, so speaking of people who just eat things like Harold, uh, I would always eat paper. I would just tear off little corners of paper. But then sometimes if you got too much paper and you put it and then you like chew it and then it's like a wad of yeah, paper. That's what it looks like. He has before. just a wad of paper that he holds up to the camera and is like, I found oh, this you're... today. Yeah. I I do. Again, he I like weird old guys. I like him. He's because got a prospector voice. He's played by the judge in society. 
That's right. The guy who like leads the shunting. So that's, uh, pretty cool. that's pretty cool. But Abel himself just feels like uh just, uh, it's we're trying to do crazy. We're just trying to do crazy. I do Ralph like the way he says, "I must be in heaven." Oh, like yeah. his his he really sounds like he's about to go panning for gold. Yeah, but yeah, I think he loses points for me because he is just kind of a crazy Ralph. But I do think on his own he's a solid townie. Mm-hmm. It's hard. I would hear Han. I would put him below Sandy if you want to. If you want to give okay. her a little bit of padding okay. from the bottom of the list. Okay. Because Abel, yeah, he doesn't really do much for me. That's kind of my complaint about part three in general is that, like. There's not enough weird There's not enough new things. Like, yeah. I can understand part two being a leaner version of part one. But part three, you can't just do it again. Yeah. Like, even with the, the chair jumper ending of the zombie Mrs. Voorhees jumping out at the... Oh, yeah. It's like, come the fuck on, Yeah, we're doing it again. Yeah. I'll do it again. But people are just like, oh, it gets the hockey mask, so they love it. Yeah. Fuck, I don't care. That is, like, something so interesting to me, though, about the Friday series. Like, I, I tweeted this before, and I... People tweeted back at me with a pretty solid list of things, which is really big cultural like or like pop culture kind of markers where like everyone knows them like everyone knows like oh jason's the guy with the hockey mask Mm -hmm. but that happened in the third movie same with like yoda Yoda. is a a sequel character just things like that i think are really really interesting if people think of any more put them in the comments because i always find stuff like that super fascinating yeah anyway um it'd be like if Hagrid wasn't in the first Harry Potter or something like that. Yeah, just, I don't know, just things where they're the things that you feel like make what they're from memorable and iconic, but they weren't around for the whole thing. So what was the draw before? I mean, obviously Star Wars, there's more draw than just Yoda. (laughs) (laughs) But still, part four. All right. We have our coroner, Axel. This was my previous number one Friday the 13th. Part four? Yeah. Really? I previously ranked it as number one. What happens in part four? Part four is <laughs> Crispin remember. Glover and oh, Jar- Jarvis's. Oh, it's yeah, that's Jarvis right. Family. The introduction of the Jarvis. It's got Corey Feldman. Jarvis family's real cool. I do like the, the Jarvis trilogy. And so as, as much as uh, I think part four suffers with the kids because in parts one and two, they're training to be camp counselors. There's shit for them to do. Part four, they're just horny. Yeah, they don't have any, like, what are they actually doing? And they're just hanging out. But people on Twitter did convince me that they do seem like an actual real group of friends. As opposed to, again, part three is one of the worst ones, I think. Because part three, you got, like, those hippies. Like, they don't feel like they're actually friends with the rest yeah. of the crew. They're just there to be hippies and get killed. But part four does feel like a group of kids going to a cabin, ribbing each other, and trying to... The, like, double mint twins. The double mint twins show up. Yeah. It's fine. It's not. It's it's the horniest one, though. It is. Yes. Probably. Not the sleaziest, but the horniest. The horniest. Sure. I yeah. can I can see that argument. We, yeah, he finds, like, weird, like, 1920s porn. That oh, is, yeah, like, just five watches hours. It It's, like, the longest film reel Fucking of all Teddy. time. yeah. Like, that projector should have caught on fire. <laughs> yeah, those canisters must have been so yeah, big. it's very funny. With the, uh, the length of the film that he watches, the blue films he watches. Yeah. All right, who do we got? Uh, you said Axel, the corner. The corner. Ax- yeah, he's eaten during the autopsy Yeah, classic sleaze bag. trope. Calling the hot, uh, the, the dead chicks hot. 
says, oh, you're right. This one is very because yeah, he's he, horned yeah. up for the dead chick. He's even he, horned up. He's he's given suggestions on how to fuck him. Yeah, like, dude, you can't just say that. Yeah, that's work. a crime, brother. That's a crime. I, I just <laughs> like because you know he he's like he does it. He probably fucks all dead bodies. Like. Well, when he only does that when the power goes out and he can't enjoy his aerobics porn. Yeah. Because he watches just uh, women in aerobics leotards. Yeah, this you're right. Bouncing this their butts so hard. towards yeah. each other. Hi, girls. Thanks for waiting. This guy. So Axel has this quote unquote porn that I'm honestly obsessed with because where like I just am wondering the. Is it a tape? Because they changed the channel to the news and then change it yeah, back. So like, what channel is this airing on? It's it's this video of these like three or four women in this like white like <laughs> non space, and yeah. they're all in these matching leotards, and they just do these like weird aerobics where they're like very like spread eagle or just like squatting, and they're all like in a circle, kind of doing these weird little dances. It's the weirdest shit, and the fact that it's apparently airing on television. And also, I don't know, even just behind the scenes, like, what was the decision here to, like, you you could just have him watching, like, cropped porns that you get, like, oh, he's watching porn, but, like, where, did they film that yeah, for they, this? They, I, I'm assuming they filmed did it. Did they find it? So, I just, I, I have know. so many fucking questions about the weird porn in this. And Last... you might, if you haven't seen it, you might be like, what the fuck? Like, just try and find a clip. Can I get away with a clip of them yeah. in oh, this? They're sure, not naked. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of questions. <laughs> Chelsea here, cutting in with some breaking news about the porn aerobics video. Some very kind people on Twitter have pointed me to an article about this thing. Apparently, this is a video called Aerobicize the Beautiful Workout. That was a Paramount release. Apparently, also, this aerobics video, one of the three girls is Darcy DeMoss, who is the girl in the RV in part six so there are so many layers to this thing i'm very glad that i found this out before the episode came out okay back to the show i i wish that the porn was its own little character because it would be really high up on the list he also has that beautiful string of cuss words when jason's yeah. hand brushes him jesus christmas holy jesus god damn holy jesus jumping christmas it's beautiful. It's very good. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a very unique assembly of curse words. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't like, I don't love him though. I don't feel the same affection for him that I feel for a lot of these other NPCs. Oh man, see for me, in my original Friday the 13th run, he was like a running joke in the kill counts. Really? Because he's just this nasty, he's pervy so nasty. corner. Well, what are you thinking? Looking at the list. See, I would put him below... Ennis and above part one copper. I'll allow it. All right. He's he, got a lot of character. He does. He's, he's just a, so weird. And on, we don't get the weird like aerobics porn without him. He's so. the, you know, he is the harbinger of horny in this film. Yeah. Because he's the first one who shows up being real horny. And that's just the, the beginning of this film's horniness. Yeah. He lets you know what's coming. Okay. <laughs> Next up. We've got the hitchhiker. No lines. She has no lines, but I love her. Yeah. She makes such a, I, I just, after she gets killed, I remember feeling really upset that we didn't get more of her because I think she just, she's this little hippie and she's hitchhiking and she just 
is so cute and she's got a sign that like when she flips it backwards says fuck you so when people don't pick her up she yeah. like flips it around like, yeah on the front it says like peace and love yeah i mean she's like a halloween store hippie for sure too. she's got like the big piece she eats a banana for like a minute straight yeah we watch her eat a banana for like way too long and then she gets stabbed through the back of the neck and squeezes the banana yeah i just i just like the way she looks she's just like a very cute little stocky hippie lady that could like absolutely kill me in a fight <laughs> and i love it I'm very like I I very much love like women who would absolutely destroy me in a fist fight like her and later we have the uh, Joey Joey who runs the diner in Jason Goes to Hell yeah but it's hard it's hard because she doesn't have so any lines brief. it's so brief she's like she's a a diner woman situation for me where I like mm-hmm. have such affection for them but it's hard because like ultimately they don't do a ton yeah. Because she does so little, I would put her highest below Harold and Edna, above Muffin the dog. I'm torn. I almost, I just don't love Harold and Edna. I will, I will allow her to move above Harold and Edna. I don't think I can put her above Part One Copper. That's fine. Okay, I'll accept that. That's okay. good. Our compromised list. Yeah. <laughs> Next up. The movie with the most fucking pages in my five? notebook. Oh yeah, my it's God. dedicated to all the weirdos that live in this world. <laughs> part five. First off. See, I almost don't want to include him. I feel like he's too Reggie much of a main Reckless? character. Reggie feels too much of a main character for this. He's running around at the end. Yeah. He's on a level with Creighton Duke. It's it's real hard. Okay, let's here, let's say so okay, why are we keeping let's explain why would we keep Reggie and not keep Crispin Glover? Because Crispin is part of the kid group. Reggie even says in his first scene, I'm not one of you guys. My granddad works here. I am not part of the young, horny, sexy teens who are going to get killed. And to wit, he does survive. But then, like, neither is Tommy Jarvis in part four. But he's the main character. I guess. See, this is where it gets really hard. Yeah, no, I feel you. I am merely making arguments to reach the conclusion I want to, which is including Reggie Reckless. Because I love him. I know. I mean, Reggie. He drives a bulldozer. Reggie drives a bulldozer. He's a super cute little kid. He screams. He has He's... a very good horror movie scream. He speaks in jargon that was surely written by old white men. It is, man, it is this dialogue that clearly, yeah, is like white dudes writing for like a little black kid. Oh, gotta split. Catch you later. This action. You know what? He does a great job with this weird he, ass He dialogue. handles it well. And the cool, the great thing about Reggie and his granddad are like, they have that scene, a couple of scenes they're together. They're so cute together. Where they're so sweet. And it's like, it's it's just such a sweet relationship in this. And this is the sleaziest Friday because it was yeah. made by that porn director. <laughs> by a porn director. Who sounds like a real dirtbag. Yeah. Uh, no longer with us don't like to speak ill of the dead but guy sounds like kind of a sleaze yeah bag. a lot of people like from the interviews we watched experiences on set people were like Meh. he was mostly concerned with 
uh, breast size in the women he cast and yeah. how long the sex scenes were. Uh, but thankfully, he did not direct the cast members a lot and allowed them to do whatever they wanted, which gave us so many wonderful performances that we're going to have to deal with in this, yeah, in this episode. When you just don't direct a movie and you let <laughs> actors do what they want and... The thing is, is like actors aren't like sitting around watching all the other actors film. They don't know what the tone of this movie is. Yeah. So everyone's just in their own little movie. <laughs> a lot of them said that they had to improvise their dialogue. It's, like, and it's, it's great. It's so great. Yeah. Okay. So Reggie. Yeah. I think Reggie in a movie that is a total sleaze fest and has like so many people like acting like up here constantly just in space. Like Reggie it just and Grandpa, they like bring it to a level where it's like they have they bring so much warmth and heart. There's a human it. connection, especially because we lose Tommy as someone to relate to in this one. Because in this one, he's at his most, he, he's like, traumatized. he's traumatized Tommy, yeah. 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 Uh, so at least we get Reggie, who, like, he, you know, he calls Pam his girlfriend. He's great. Oh Okay, well, where does Reggie go? He's got to be really high up He's got to be. I would put him, I guess, right below Crazy Ralph. And that's even hard for me to... Uh, he could possibly go above Crazy Ralph, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I'm dressed as Crazy Ralph. Of the repercussions Ralph. of doing that to Crazy Ralph. Yeah. <sighs> let's let's put him right below Crazy Ralph. Okay. Because Crazy... Because that's the thing. Again, this is our list of favorite Friday the 13th like NPCs and weirdos. Mm -hmm. Reggie is a very sweet, normal kid. Yeah. Is the thing. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like, it, on a list of... Of all kinds of weirdos. Uh, Grandpa also I have as a separate character. Gramps, yeah. Yeah. I love when Reggie's like, don't kiss me in front of other people. And Gramps just goes, okay, it's cool. <laughs> so cute. He's just a very nice uh, grandpa. Yeah, I love Gramps. Uh, he's a very sweet old man. I would put him below Axel, above part one copper. Yes. Okay. Okay. And yeah, Axel's the coroner, correct? Yes. Okay. Aerobics porn. Sorry, Grandpa. You can't beat aerobics porn. Guy. Sorry, Gramps. Next up, character I think I'm going to argue for the number one spot. Is it Ethel? It's not Ethel. <gasps> what? It's Demon. Demon! I was thinking about it before we were recording, and I just think Demon has a little bit of everything hmm. that makes a Friday the 13th NPC fan fucking-tastic. He is super sweet, like him with Reggie, because he's he's Reggie's older brother. You instantly get their relationship, that like he's the cool older brother, and he might be like, you know, he's like living in, maybe living in a van down Probably. by the river yep. kind of thing. <laughs> um, but he's, he's a nice guy and like obviously cares about his brother. This movie isn't like mean to this character. This no. movie's like, nah, this, I mean, this guy's nickname is Demon. You're expecting like a kind of deadbeat <laughs> asshole older brother, the way they talk about him. Or like a scary guy, him. yeah. Oh God, look at this, God. Hey, you having a dinner? Yeah, have an enchilada. It's played by Miguel A. Nunez Jr. Yeah. Who is fantastic. And great character actor. He basically runs a full service restaurant out of his van. Yeah, he's got that weird element to it where he's like, You want some Chinese? Yeah, food? he's got pizza. You want some enchiladas? You want some pizza? He's got so much food. He's like, it, He has like a Scooby Doo van. It's mm -hmm. like, he's like Shaggy. Him and his girlfriend are basically Shaggy and Scooby. They have so much food in there. I'll ask, uh, Does it detract when he's calling his girlfriend bitch a couple of times when he thinks that she's, or when she is messing with him in the outhouse and he's like, Oh, oh I'm going to get You're going to get it, bitch. Is it in a, is it, I forget, is he like jokey? It sounds serious, but then 
after that is when they start singing together while he's pooping. So maybe that's just I'll, how they talk to I'll each other. Allow it. Yeah. Because so, then, of course, we get to the ooh baby, ooh baby. Yeah, they sing together while he's taking a dump because he ate some enchiladas. Oh, them damn enchiladas! And yeah, the little scoot he does when he's running to the outhouse. Yeah, I forgot that he ever called her a bitch because I just wrote he treats his girlfriend Anita really good with all kinds of weed and enchiladas. And <laughs> he songs. does smoke her down real good. Yeah. 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 Um, he also doesn't encourage underage drinking because he jokes about giving. Reggie a beer and I was like, no, nah, just kidding. Yeah. He's good. I love him. I love Demon. Um, there's also a wonderful video on YouTube. So funny. That someone sent you on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we should link to in the description it's here. It's a of remix of that song. Ooh, baby song. And, and the first 20 seconds, I was like, I get it. But then we watched the whole thing and it was it worth go, it. It goes places. It goes yeah, places, it's dude. It's an adventure. I, I will agree to Demon is number one. Yeah, I just think he's... He's great. Yeah, because whereas... Okay, because also Crazy Ralph, like I mentioned, is kind of a take on some characters that I've already, you know, we've seen. I mean, he's maybe like the most famous version of what yeah. he is. But like Demon is just... Demon gets more screen time also. He's just a, like, I can't compare him to anyone else yeah. except Shaggy and Scooby-Doo because he has <laughs> so much food and lives in a van. Okay, we love Demon. Love Demon. But next up... Is Ethel. Would you shut the fuck up? Well then. But I know, like this is. Oh man. Okay, so Ethel is this very tiny woman with this weird wig who hates is the... really dirty. Yep. And hates the campers and hates that. And not campers, the kids at like. Uh, I mean, they. Oh yeah, it sorry, a it's not a camp. Bin. It's, it's like it's like a kind of like a. It's not a halfway home. Yeah, it's closer. It's like kind of a rehabilitation house for kids with like psychiatric shit going on where yes. like they can do stuff, all, yeah. you know. Um, but she doesn't like it. She hates them. She, she lives close to them. She wants to chop them into itty bitty little itty bitty pieces. Little pieces, my friend. Uh, yeah. Ethel is way high up there for me for a single line when she's complaining to the sheriff. <laughs> Just the delivery that she gives of it. She has like a moment of... Am I gonna go this route? And then Don't you come near me, Sheriff. I'm warning you. I got a bomb on me. She just instantly is like boom, bomb. And then commits to it. To this Say, I'll blow us all up. It's so fucking funny. Like yeah, only character in these movies to just straight up do a bomb threat. She yells at her son Junior a lot. This is I was gonna say my other favorite line yep. though. She's making her son this like stew, and she goes, You big dildo. Eat your fucking slop. I think that line was when I just declared that movie was my favorite. It also, didn't matter what the rest of it was. <laughs> also, when she opens the door to the dirty man and she's like, Oh, shit. Who the fuck are you? What the fuck do you want? Apparently, With a gun, yeah. This actress improvised a lot of this. Mm -hmm. She's. You can tell she's having a great time. Yep. I'm so glad the director didn't really care about directing this movie. Yeah, that's it, the thing. It gave us this. Yeah. And like her and her son remind me of like when you show up to, when you're just riding around in Red Dead Redemption 2 and you show up <laughs> to like a random house and there's just weirdos inside. Like that's the vibe here. It's like very dirty and. So dirty. It's, I, I, oh, I love her. She reminds me like, she reminds me of a, of a very mean version of my aunt. Joyce <laughs> yeah. and my grandma. My grandma 
had a infamous potty mouth. They were not like mean like Ethel is, but I just imagine when like especially my grandma would get pissed at the kids, it sounding a lot like this. So I'm part like she reminds me of like the women <laughs> on my dad's side of the family, but like a very, very mean version of them. Where does she rank? I don't know. Like my heart says number one. I think Demon just feels like more of a character for someone that's not on screen for all that long. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, she she shows up in a lot more scenes. He's just in like the one. Yeah, but God, I fucking love Ethel. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think this is a solid top three. Next up, we have Junior, who is Ethel's son. He's funny, but he also kind of annoys me. Yeah. He yells a lot. Yeah, he yells. Oh, he's very loud. He gets wailed on by Tommy. Dude, Tommy beats the shit out of him. He like suplexes him, <laughs> I feel like. He does this weird little kick. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's he gets his ass kicked by Tommy. Yeah. There's also this crazy, like, he shows back up at home and is, like, just shredding up the front lawn with his motorcycle and he, the camera is, like, attached to his shit. It's, like, fucking uh, uh, Requiem for a Dream or some shit. <laughs> like, this camera is, it's, like, fear cam. I don't know how to describe it. It's chaos, man. Yeah, and he, he, he does that circuit. It's a very small loop, but he does it so many times, driving the bike over the front porch the and everything. Porch, yeah, yeah. Um, love that. I still, he's he's not like super high up for me. I would put him. I'm just, I'm, I'd put him below Gramps, because I like Gramps. He's a sweet old man. Yeah. Um. So next is Part One Copper. I think below Part One. Part One. Okay. Hitchhiker. You're probably gonna want to put him below Hitchhiker. I think so. Harold and Edna. I maybe like him more than Harold Edna. Really? Yeah, I don't love Harold Edna. Yeah, they hate each other, and I hate that. They're just trope. like me. They're not like they're not fun. They kind of just stress me out. Like he stresses me out while he's holding that rabbit. Yeah. I'm afraid he's gonna drop it. Okay. Next up, we have guy in white t-shirt, um, or tank top, or whatever it oh, is. Oh yeah, dirty man. Dirty guy. I don't know his name. I forget his name. But he shows up. He just I shows. Just, up. I haven't heard, I haven't eaten in two days. I'll do whatever you need to. I, this is maybe the single most random character in <laughs> yeah. the franchise. There's a lot of random characters where you meet them and you instantly realize, oh, they're here to get they're murdered. They're just here to die, yeah. But this one's the most random. This one, he is in this that scene just... when he shows up at Ethel's door. Yeah. And then he peeps on the very long sex scene long and then gets stabbed scene. in the gut and dies. Yeah, the long sex scene with the actress who was cast for her boobs. <laughs> yep, and whose last name is Voorhees. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So... He's fine. I think the randomness of him is very funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he can't be that high up there. I would, I would uh, suggest. See, I would want to put him above Hitchhiker. I'm guessing you would not. Hmm. I love Hitchhiker. Okay, I'll compromise and put him below Hitchhiker, above Junior. Sure. Okay. Why? What would you rather? No, have I think hire? I think that works. Because he doesn't annoy me as much as Junior does. Yeah, and I think he is just a very funny, like part of this movie. I'm just general. like, who the fuck? Why are you so dirty? Yeah, like my notes for him are just shows up. Yeah. And does jobs. Dirty man. Yeah, just dirty guy in a t-shirt or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Next up, this is also gonna be tough because these are some. A lot of a lot of favorites in this movie. We have oh, our two greasers, Pete and Vinny. Pete and Vinny, uh, probable gay partners, almost certainly. That's definitely my headcanon. At least yep. these two are the most Italian American guys. <laughs> like, that's the other thing I like about this movie, and yes. this is when I think, like, I think the movies start to lose some of their charm for me when they forget that. 
Crystal Lake is in New Jersey. Yeah. And we got some Jersey guys. This, this movie yeah. is the most Jersey. For this sure. movie is the most aggressively Jersey. It's got a Jersey of- mayor who I'm sure yes. we'll talk about in a second. Yeah. And so these guys are dressed up like they're in a Kenneth Anger short film. <laughs> like they are borderline leather daddies. Oh, like for they've sure. got, you know, the hat cap. Yeah. Like the, the tight white t-shirts with the black leather jacket. I, I'm obsessed with them. They're definitely gay. I don't know where they're going, but their car breaks down. Mm-hmm. And while Pete's fixing it and uh, Vinny's Says he gotta go Pete. take a crap. Crap my ass. Pete gets a road flare stuck in his very fake head. Yes. Which is great. The glowing fake and head. And then Vinny comes back, walks directly by Pete's dead body <laughs> in the hood, yeah. and is like, better start that fucking car. Start that fucking car. Right, that dead. This ain't start, man. You fucked up again. It ain't starting. I'm gonna kick your ass. Kick your ass. Come on now. Come on, everybody. This ain't starting. Come on, motherfucker. Fix the fucking car. This is another case where the director was probably like, I don't know, just fucking say something. And that guy just had to riff. It's so great. And it, it yeah, it's just, we're not directing. It's just, yeah, he, just make something up. I'll just film the whole time. And yep. I'm not going to cut any of it. J- yeah, just, uh, just, just say something until a hand grabs you from behind. It's like you can tell he's waiting. <laughs> For yes. the director to say cut, and he's just like, "Are you, you serious? Like, okay, motherfucker, start the fucking car. Fix the fucking car. Fix the fucking car. You okay? Oh wow, we're still fucking filming. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's beautiful. I love him. That whole sequence, perfect, amazing, great. This um, movie, all over the fucking place. They're up there for me. I might put them number four. You'd put them above Reggie. Oh, I would put them below Reggie, just, above Heart Bikers. Oh, this is why I'm like, I was. I was not on board with Reggie in here because Reggie's like such an actual character versus like these two. Fuck. Yeah, but I also want to rank Creighton Duke. Ugh, I know. Okay, who's beneath Reggie? Part three bikers. Yes. Between them? Yeah. Okay, agreed. Vinny and Pete. All right. Reggie, you're throwing me off. <laughs> Next up, we have do it. Lana and her boyfriend. Billy. Oh, it's Billy? Yep. Okay. So Billy is in an earlier scene. He's driving Tommy to the, the house. That's and right. And he's looking at porn in That's the front right. seat of the car. Yes. Yeah. Another power mustache. Yeah, he's basically another kind of axley character. He's horny. Yeah. But he's not as like He's not as pathetic. No. Because he's he's fucking getting with Lana. Lana's hot. Yeah. And she's into him. Yeah. And he's doing Coke. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, he lives this, his best life he right is, up until yeah. he gets murdered. Like, you know, it could have gone worse for him, honestly. Like, you know, too young to go, but like he had a good time while he was here. For you know? sure. Like yeah. I I like these two. They I like that they genuinely just seem like I like that he's a creep, but also his girlfriend's like really into it. Yeah, and, and I, I like that each other. dynamic. She flashes herself in the camera. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> she's in front of the bathroom mirror and she unbuttons her shirt and just goes, "It's showtime!" and flashes her titties. And the actress said that she improvised that. <laughs> And that is a reference to the film All That Jazz, which I think just come out, the it's movie about Fosse Bob Fosse. Film, yeah. yeah, with fucking Roy Scheider. Um, love it. I love that for her. I love that that was her idea in a movie where it was exhausting listening to interviews of actresses being like, ugh, 
this movie. I'm glad this actress was at least like, I had a great time showing my titties. I'm guessing that the director was like, all right, we will need you to show your tits here. And she was like, okay. Can I do this? Can I do this? It's showtime. Yeah. And it makes it funny. Yeah. And you know? tits, in, in the interviews with her, she sounds like she still thinks that that's so funny. Yeah, she loves it. it. So Love it. You know, I'll great. take it where I can find mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, but... uh. He he decides to order it because she's like a waitress diner. So he's like, I would like Lana to go with no, no, no. He's fucking Jersey guys, him. dude. I love it. He goes, it. Yahoo! <laughs> he almost sounds like a Mario brother. Well, what's he say when he's breaking out the Coke? Oh, I forget. He's like, Oh, this is the whole thing. This is the whole damn thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's sh- it's another oh, thing where like, yeah. it's oh, rolling I, too I, long. Not, yeah. And he's got to just, just making, say stuff. It's like that meme where it's this. Sopranos characters yelling and it's like inarticulate Italian noises. Like that's kind of what happens here. I love him. He's yeah, good. damn. You know. So these two are uh, we're putting them together. They're like a package deal. Mm-hmm. And the more we talk about them, the more I like them. I love them. I think they're so funny. Dude, I would maybe put them below Vinny and Pete above Part Three Bikers. Yes. Is that for okay? the fun factor? They're so fun. He, I'm laughing my ass off that I whole know. scene when he comes to pick her up. I would like one Lana, not the Nana. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Part five dominating. Fucking this, part it's why it's five, the best. It's my favorite one. Yeah. I get it. Don't at me. It's probably number two for me. Next up, we have the mayor. Okay, I was like, when are we done with part Who's five? Who basically just says, get me Spider-Man. Yeah, like, he really he's, does. Like, he's a very, like, J.R. Jameson kind of. Um, he's, he's, I don't even know if he's smoking a cigar, but in my no, head, he's chomping is. a cigar. The yeah. sheriff is smoking, and he's like, but he grabs the ashtrays, like, this it, is Jason Voorhees, yeah, yeah. and pours over the, the um, ashes. Lots of Italian fingers yeah. and hand gestures. Yeah, he's given, this actor's given it his all. Yeah, his face is like, just, I don't know, just every little bit of dialogue this man has he is like putting so much sauce on it and there is no fucking need for this scene we do not need to see the mayor of crystal lake talking to the sheriff about get me the guy doing this if anything we should have had another scene where roy Roy burns is there so you remember who that fucking is because i (laughs) i I took me a little bit to remember the fuck that was yeah like they needed another roy scene but instead Uh, they definitely did uh-huh. Like, you've uh, been out in the sun too long. <laughs> he's done with everyone's shit today. I love him. I think he's great. Um, it's still one scene. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be, like, in the top top, but I do. How about this? How about below Gramps above part one copper? Okay. Is that fine? Yes. Because Gramps is just such a sweet old man. I know. Gramps is just so cute. Mayor of, I guess, Crystal Lake? <laughs> Yeah. It's just it's just so like, funny that his... we have a fucking Jersey mayor in here in a Friday. I don't know. I, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I like I really do believe like a Friday movie is better the more it has townies and or cops <laughs> and or just like po- the politicians of the area in it. Yeah. Love it. Our first sponsor this week is HelloFresh. So say that you live in a van with your girlfriend and you know you want to make something for dinner, but last time you tried making your enchiladas recipe, you gave yourself food poisoning. You could maybe try HelloFresh. 
fresh, high-quality meals delivered right to you in a kit. That's right, they're super easy to make. James and I love having meal kits delivered. They offer 50 menu and market items to choose from every week, including vegetarian choices, which is a big deal for me specifically. And now they're gearing up for fall, so they're going to have all kinds of seasonal recipes like pumpkin cinnamon rolls, which sounds so good. I love fall foods and autumn foods, stuff with gourds in it, I feel like is my favorite. Less food waste too. Have you ever had cucumbers turn into liquid in your vegetable drawer? Because I have. And it's not fun to clean up, but with HelloFresh, you don't have to worry about that happening. So if you want to try HelloFresh, go to hellofresh.com slash deadmeat14, that's deadmeat14, and use code deadmeat14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. One more time, hellofresh.com slash deadmeat14, use promo code deadmeat14. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Our other sponsor this week is Shudder. You guys know Shudder. We love Shudder. Uh, Shudder, if you don't know, it's basically the Netflix for horror. But I feel like it's so much more than that. The thing I love about Shudder is it is so well curated. That's something that honestly stresses me out to think about is how little streaming sites curate themselves. But Shudder does such an amazing job. They care so much about the media that they are streaming and arranging it and, and displaying it in a certain way that all makes sense and leads you to naturally kind of discover things you maybe wouldn't have thought of watching otherwise. You can stream all these great thrillers, horror, and suspense movies for $5.99 a month or $56.99 a year. I guess a few personal recommends. On Shudder right now, they have Near Dark, Catherine Bigelow's vampire movie that is only streaming until August 31st. Highly, highly, highly recommend this one. I saw this movie in college and loved it. I wrote a very long paper about it because I, I just like it so much. There's a lot going on. Big recommend. We've also got Slasher, Flesh and Blood coming up with renowned Friday the 13th NPC, David Cronenberg. Yeah, I'm going to be checking that one out. <laughs> so if you want to try Shudder free for 30 days, that's free. You could watch so much stuff. Go to Shudder.com and use the promo code DEADMEAT30. One more time, that is Shudder.com, S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com, and use the promo code DEADMEAT30. Shudder. All right. We are finally on to part six. Okay. Part five is done. No other one has as many side characters as part five. Not God, even close. No, not yeah. yet. It's not even close. Part six, we have Tony Goldwyn and the director of the movie's wife <laughs> playing a couple. <laughs> this is when we start getting these characters that are like doing meta stuff. Yeah. So they're um, very self-aware. She says, I've seen enough horror movies to know anyone with a mask yeah. is a bad idea. Here's the, okay. So here's the thing. If I had to make a list of Friday movies and... This is what's hard about doing a ranking. Because it's like, well, what's my ranking? Is mm. it my personal favorites? Mm -hmm. Or is it like, I'm trying to be objective. Like, what's the best movies here? I think if I was trying to be objective, part six is like the best. It is the best writing. made film. Yeah. But it's not my favorite. I, I would, think it's probably still second for me, though. Yeah, but I would say it's number one for me on both those scales. But these characters, I feel like... I don't love the meta. I don't like talking to the camera and the like, I've seen enough horror movies to... Ba -ba -ba. 
it's not, I just, I don't know. Maybe back then it was a bit more novel. It was probably more novel back then. I do like that she tries to pay Jason off. When he's, she does. She, has, she like, tries to card. give Jason her credit. But I agree, card. they're it's not particularly funny. high. No, they're for kind me. of boring. I would put them. Um, she did eight... almost get her ass killed filming this, though. The oh, act, that's right. Yeah. The, like the spear through the it windshield. Goes through the windshield. Yeah. If you notice, it kind of goes to like a weird angle. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to do that. No. Um, I would put them maybe below Dirty Man, above Junior. Hmm, but Junior like rips up that porch on his. You like Junior more than them? Okay, I I would put them below Junior, above Harold and Edna. Okay, that's fair. And this is uh, was it? I'll just put Tony Goldwyn. Tony Goldwyn, yeah. Oh, it's Elizabeth and Darren, I think. Elizabeth and Darren. Yeah. Isn't that just? No, it's Samantha from Bewitched. Never mind. Next up, we have the Grave Digger, who in my notes I just have not Dick Miller. Yeah, could be a Dick Miller character for sure. Very Dick he Miller. literally speaks to the camera. He does. But I like his delivery of that line. Some folks have a strange idea of entertainment. Some uh, folks have got a strange idea of entertainment. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's not my favorite. Sure. But he's like enough of a kooky old man that I do you have some affection for him? Mm-hmm. I just don't, I don't, I don't know. I'm not into like the like meta, meta stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. too like, okay. Yeah. Very cute. I don't know. What are you, what are you thinking? Um, he, he clutches his pint, his pints of alcohol and they end up as he predicts being the death of him. Uh, mm-hmm. I, his other big line is, does he think I'm a fart head? <laughs> yeah! How do you feel about the- that joke? It's fine. Like, it's clever, but again, it's more of like a uh-huh. like I'm I'm groaning a little bit. You okay, know? that's yeah, fair. It's that's really fair. like that's it's not my my mm. sense of humor, but uh, I would put him. Hmm, Martin the the he does a bit too much of the overacting with the alcohol for me. Like whenever something goes wrong, he's like shaking and grabbing his bottle. Like <sighs> so, uh, it's a little too much for me. So maybe I would put him. Um. Uh, basically in the same spot, below Junior, above Tony Goldwyn and Elizabeth. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Next up, we have the Paintballers. This is four people. I'm Five gonna... people. It's five? It is the very Looney Tune-esque guy with glasses who's yeah. running around. Ba- balls from Trailer Park Boys. That's what he looks like to me anyway. <laughs> uh, so it's him. It's the two dudes who argue like a married couple. You become this whole other person when we're out here, Stan. I don't like it. And then separate from them is the super misogynistic guy who's hacking away. She should have stayed in the kitchen where she belongs. Why shouldn't he be allowed in these gears? And then he gets his arm torn off and thrown into the tree where there's a smiley face, which I don't love. I don't like the smiley face. Yeah, I hate the smiley face. It's like, it reminds me of Enforced Gump when he wipes off his face on that guy's like yellow towel. Yeah, and there's like a dispute (laughs) over... uh, are we meant to believe that he left it he, there? That he left it there, or was it already there? And I think that the director intended it to be a joke where or he his, left it he there. left it there. I think that's how it's it is. Which too. is why I criticize it because I think it's a dumb joke. But people are like, no, it was clearly already carved there, and it's like, no, no, you guys got to understand that some things are intended to play a certain way, and they're just bad. And I think that is one of them. Yeah. Logically, yes, it was already carved there, and he just left it bloody. But no, I think the joke is that he left the spot, and I don't think it. it's a good joke. Yeah. But I do like these characters. They're played by mimes, apparently, we yeah. learned. Yeah, <laughs> uh, apparently. I think it's the director. Tom McLaughlin, yeah. In real life, was a part of this, like, L.A. 
troupe of mimes. <laughs> so all these paintballers are played by his friends who are mimes in real life. This is also like a very progressive scene. I mean, especially for the 80s. Especially for the 80s. I mean, the whole movie kind of is with Megan. Yeah, I... Is a really cool final girl. That, I think that this movie, it is interesting especially when you compare it to like other stuff that came out around then the like yeah the dialogue and just the way it's treating certain things it's like so much more progressive than i would expect an 80s movie to be yeah but like yeah. it's making fun of the like like because the, the 80s is like like a big push for like this is women in business kind mm -hmm. of thing and um you know women in the workforce and the 80s is also when you start hearing the you know the rise in news stories about like oh the the percentages of divorces because it's like women are working oh, yeah. now and like latchkey the latchkey generation and stuff mm -hmm. um so yeah i like the way that this treats that where you have these guys who are clearly just so fucking pissed a woman be me and pay ball and, ah! I, and i love that it's a corporate retreat they're like he's like you have to be more aggressive that's why your sales are always down yeah. <laughs> it's like so i really like these characters in this i scene. i like him too um i don't think i would put them in like top five no but God, no. uh i would put them like the upper half probably yeah i would mm, let's see i think maybe uh I'm starting to wonder if Ennis is too high up. Hmm. I would say... Uh, they also have that triple D cap, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that is cool. How would you compare them to Axel? I like them better than Axel, probably. How would you compare them to Ennis? I love Ennis. Okay, right, let's put right them between up. Ennis and Axel. Yeah, I think Axel, I'm, I'm assigning too much to him that I find enjoyable about the weird porn that he's watching. And if I'm just thinking about hey, Axel the character. Without Axel, we don't get that weird porn. I know, but it's like, he, I see. He I is see, the weird porn. Sure, I guess. Like he's, okay. The fair. weird porn is him. Sure. Yeah. He probably directed it. He probably made it He probably just himself. made it himself. That's a video. Next up, we have the kids <laughs> that say, What do you think? I think we're dead meat. They got some fun lines. Yeah. Uh, what did you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And then, They're uh, accepting their fate. <laughs> yeah. Just the like, yeah. It what was very weird watching this movie and hearing the line where he says dead meat out of context because it's in the intro for dead meat videos. And also it's so, because he's like, uh, what do you think? I think we're dead meat. And then different scenes happen. Yeah. And like five <laughs> to 10 minutes later, they cut back to them because something else is going on, and the kid just looks at his friend and is like, Real dead meat. Obviously, we're biased because <laughs> the dead meat kids are in our intro and stuff. We're, they're, you know. They're just a couple of jokes. It's fine. Uh, we can put them pretty low, I'd say. Maybe um, below Junior, above Martin the Gravedigger. Yeah. Okay, he's just, he's not Dick Miller. Yeah. <laughs> he could be Dick Miller, and he's not. If this was a Joe Dante Friday the 13th, <laughs> it would be Dick Miller. Okay, what do we got? Next up, oh, part seven, none. There no one. No weirdos in that movie, apparently. I, I mean. Let me rack my brain. We got Abusive Dad. 
the psychiatrist. He's not fun to rank. Uh, Terry Kaiser's too He's big too of a main role. Of a character. So is the mom. And all the rest of the characters, I feel like, are just teens. They're all the kids. Are there any outside characters? Then I can't think. It's Tina, her mom, and the psychiatrist, and the next door, the kids. I can't really think of. Oh, any you of know them. what it was? Zorin did include the camping couple, who is completely random and is just there for the sleeping bag kill. Yeah. But they, they don't. They're not quirky enough. Yeah, they're not, yeah. Like, Dan goes to get firewood, gets killed, and then Jason... Although, I guess it's like, well, if we're including the Tony Goldwyn couple, then... I mean, we but... can include them. I'm going to put them at the very Just bottom. Just put them last. Okay, okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put them last. Camping couple there we and parts... So at least we have something from parts of it, and they're last. <laughs> okay. Which is weird, because I don't mind... I'm shocked maybe. that you spoke as positively about part seven as you did. Because I think it is a regression after six. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not as good as six. Although I guess Tina's fine. I like, yeah. I like, and it's Kane Hodder, Jason. I like Tina, yeah. And I like um, the design of Jason, mm -hmm. especially at the end when his mask comes off. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's fine. I don't mind it. It's probably better than the first four, I would say. Yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't know. I think at that point, I, I don't know, I was in a weird headspace getting through those. <laughs> oh, and we also, isn't that the one where we watched the, like, cut footage from it? Yeah. There's some gnarly That guy kills. who gets his head crushed? It's gross, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Ben, his name is? Holy shit, that kill is awesome. Yeah, the there's on version. the, was it the Blu-ray for that movie? Yeah. There's a, um, yeah, all the cut scenes that are, it's it's a shame. They're like work print copies. Mm -hmm, they're, so they're real low quality. But you can see all the gore that was cut, and ooh, there's some good stuff in there. Um, part eight. This is Jason Takes... Manhattan. Manhattan. Which would be a much better movie if it were 10 minutes shorter. Like, yes. Like, the biggest so degree. much better. It honestly would probably move up several places in my ranking if it wasn't so fucking long. It's so long. It is too damn long. And, yeah, it's it's just too boring most of the time. Yeah. We've got our deckhand who just is another He's not another crazy, crazy Ralph. Ralph. Yep. He's crazy Ralph, but with, like, a rolled up little um, kind of beanie instead of the hat <laughs> that you're wearing. Okay, here, easy. Uh, which crazy Ralph knockoff do you like more, Abel or deckhand? Is Abel a prospector? Yeah. I like Abel more. Okay. Do you like uh, Deckhand more than Tow Truck Driver? Absolutely not. I love <laughs> Tow Truck Driver. I think he's so funny. Uh, then I'm assuming we can put Deckhand at least higher than the camping couple in part seven? Yeah. All right. I had a feeling he would be down kind of. Yeah. And then we have our waitress who says, welcome to New York. That's it? That's all we got for part eight? Yeah. There's not. I mean, they're all stuck on a boat. Yeah. The only other characters that could have maybe been on this list are the two, like, guys that, like, inject the main character with cocaine. Oh, the gangbangers? They're not fun. Yeah. Like, we could, but I just don't, I don't no, think they're No, I don't want to rank those guys. So where does our New York waitress go? For me, she's kind of low. I mean, she's not really on screen that much. Yeah, it's just the one line. Welcome to New York. Yeah. I mean, she, I don't know. Still, she's I would got... probably put her above Abel. Um, I just hate that shitty eyeball that he has. I, I'll put her above deckhand and just for you below tow truck driver. Okay, thank you. Part nine, we have... Nine's got a few. Yeah, 
Part nine is Jason goes to hell, right? Yes. Okay. We First should be saying which of these these are, I'm realizing. I think we have been. All right. Uh, part nine, we have our autopsy guy who is basically yelling at Jason's corpse. And she's like, fuck you, Jason. <laughs> I, I want to take, take a, a mango-sized mango shit on your mask. Mango-sized shit. Ah! I like the inventiveness of mango. Yeah, that's a very big shape. That's a huge shit. Yeah. And he calls Jason a maggoty blown up fuck. I don't yeah. know. He's I don't really care about him. I do like how scared he seems of actual uh Kane Hodder who's in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Who, uh, Kane Hodder forget, playing I, I, in my head Kane Hodder playing the same security <laughs> guard that he plays in Wishmaster even yeah. though he gets killed in this movie, he comes <laughs> back somehow. So how about we put coroner? Um, what if we do? How do you feel about him versus Abel? I like Abel more. Wow, him versus tow truck driver. I like tow truck driver more. Him versus New York waitress. I guess put him above New York waitress. I would put him below. Yeah. Uh, no, you know what? The one reason I'll put him above New York waitress is because when there's the news report. On his death, there is a shot of him looking into the camera. How would they have that footage? It's so bizarre. (laughs) Like, yeah, the news report of all these people's deaths who work at this lab are just like footage from the movie that we are currently watching. So it's like, how did the news get this footage? Oh my god. I love it. That whole news report is wild. Like, I don't mind those movies. Jason Goes to Hell. I kind of like Jason Goes to Hell. Is one of the more entertaining It's entertaining. Films. It does not have these low points that a lot of these other ones And do. again, my listings where it's <laughs> one, like how much I enjoy them versus how well they succeed as a Friday. Like this is, as a Friday movie. It's not a Friday not movie a, is know, the thing. It's I, so I weird. I get the complaints. That listing, I would agree with it being pretty low. But for my own entertainment, it's... Where would you you? It sounds like you would have it. No, it would. It wouldn't be in like my top, but it's definitely. I bet you would put it at like four or five. It's hard to. I have to like sit and like write sure, them down sure, because okay. there's so goddamn many of them, yeah. and I get them all mixed up. So I don't know. Okay, but I won't put you on the spot there. Thank you. We've got Joey and family. Joey is our diner, our burger place owner, mm-hmm. and her husband, played by God, Leslie Jordan. Yes, yeah. character actor, wonderful, diminutive Southern I love character him. actor, and their son with a ponytail, Ward. I his name is Ward. Yeah, the Ward, the Ward. I. I love these three. I think they're so funny. They also have like a little bit of heart to them. Because at do. first, when like the main character brings this baby there and they need them, she needs them to watch the baby because it's an emergency, you know, due to Jason <laughs> being around. Uh, at first, Joey is like, no, like it's a restaurant, not a nursery. Get that shit factory out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But then later, yep. when they come back, she's like, no one is going to touch this ray of sun. Like she gets really defensive yeah, of the baby. Yeah, I love that detail. And I just, yeah, she's kind of a queen. She wears bowling shirts. 
And we've got she's played fighting. by Rusty Schwimmer, who is like a character actor. Yeah. She's in Belko Experiment oh. as a very sweet character. Okay. Like one of the sweetest, most wholesome characters. And when her head blows up, you cry. Oh, like. man. <laughs> so it's I, great that she can do both. Yeah. She's got like a Jersey accent kind yep. of go. So again, like we're getting back, I think, to some of the things I like, you mm-hmm. know. Like, and yeah, the, her and uh, Leslie Jordan's relationship is real so, sweet. Yeah. I have that like. I love this woman. I wrote that she's a girl boss married to a short king. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them. <laughs> and then Ward does a little gun flip around his finger. They give Ward a scary. gun and it's terrifying. Yep. He instantly puts his fi- yeah in the fucking trigger and just starts spinning like a loaded gun. We're just spinning it around. I love them. I would put these people. They're high. pretty high up for me. Uh, okay, here. I'm going to start us here. I would put them above part three bikers. Yes. Okay. How would you compare them to Billy and Lana? Oh, no. Yeah. I like Billy and Lana more, I think. Yeah? Yeah. Because they're Billy and Lana are so chaotic. The experience watching their scenes play out was just so much more confusion and just, I, like, being blown away by the weird tone of it all versus, like, these three. These three are more normal. Okay. <laughs> Even right. though they're, like, I don't know, pretty outlandish, but they're, like... You know, I don't know. I I would put them at a level, but uh, if you feel this way, I will put them slightly. It's hard. Like that's a that's a toss up. Yep, that's fine. Next up, we have Creighton Duke. Creighton Duke, man. Yeah. What a. I'm leaving a lot of this to you because I don't even know what to do with him. What a. He's a maniac. He. He is insane. He's a bounty hunter who, for some reason, knows. Everything about Jason, even the fact that apparently we've got some weird shit going on where Jason has to be reborn by a Voorhees and has to be killed by a Voorhees, blah, blah, blah. Things no one previously in this entire series has ever said. But this guy knows about it. But he knows. He has one of the most memorable lines of the franchise. Look, what when I say Jason Voorhees, what do you think of? Well, that makes me think of a little girl in a pink dress. Sticking a hot dog through a donut. Sir? <laughs> yeah, what? You're on a news show. Yeah, ew. There's a camera there and you, you feel comfortable say saying that. that? To uh for as he the information he has to part with it, the payment he accepts is breaking fingers. Yeah. What do you he, get out of that, Duke? Yeah, if you want Creighton Duke <laughs> to tell you stuff, you gotta let him break your fingers. And at first I'm thinking, like, is this a setup for some I don't know I thought it was like going somewhere else but no it's literally just let me break your fingers because I, I think he probably has like a fetish for it or something maybe I don't know he looks fucking cool he looks cool as fuck he will steal your girl yep he's like I mean he when I say bounty hunter like he is dressed like a bounty hunter he's got like a cowboy hat yeah of. He's, he's cool. He has, I think, at one point, a bolo tie around his hat. <laughs> yeah. If I'm not mistaken, which is like, that's kind of an alpha move to like, do. Like, Creighton Duke is fucking cool. He's pretty cool. Um, it's, it, is, it is a bit of a Reggie situation. He's pretty important he's to like the plot. He's like so, yeah. But he's definitely on screen less than Reggie. Yeah. Um... I mean, I would probably put him right below Reggie. Ah, I almost want to put him above Reggie. No, I'm not going to let that happen. All right, then I do want to put him, I'm sorry, above Vinny and Pete. 
Hello, <gasps> Reggie. No. He's Creighton Duke, dude. I didn't love him as much as I love Benny and Pete, though. Oh, man. Man. I'll... I guess just because of the chaos he brings, I'll let it happen. I'll, I'll let you do that, but it hurts. I understand, lot. and I thank you for that. It hurts. I know. Okay. I know, honey. All right. That's all for Jason Goes to Hell. Next oh, up, okay. Jason X. First up, just straight up David Cronenberg. <laughs> just David who Cronenberg. Who's in this film and gets murdered by Jason. Yeah, because he wants to keep Jason alive for money. That is where this movie peaks. Is when David Cronenberg shows up for a blissful two and a half minutes or however long he's on screen. Yeah, he's like a, I forget if he's like a scientist or what, but basically he's he's just all about like Jason is essentially a super weapon and we could use that to make money kind of. Um, but he gets, yeah, he gets basically speared by Jason, right? I forget what he gets thrown at him. Yeah, it's like a spear. Yeah, it's cool. I mean. I can't rank him very high because it's if like if it, if it wasn't David Cronenberg, oh, yeah, I don't this even this character wouldn't be, on the, wouldn't be yeah. on the list. But the fact that it's David Cronenberg is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough because the actual person is what makes that character stand out. Mm-hmm. But he's not really doing anything all that interesting. Uh, I'm seeing a space for him around. We have a list of it goes hitchhiker, dirty man, junior, dead meat kids. Where would you put him around in there? I feel like that's the kind of place he's hovering. Let's maybe let's just put him right below the dead meat kids. So that would put him above Martin the Grave Digger. Sure, it's it's mm. weird. The middle of this is starting to get so like uh, I don't know. Let me put him below Martin. Sure, Martin's I Martin's got some personality. I know that it's not your favorite. No, I know, but... but he does have like the crazy old man thing going on, which mm-hmm. you know I love. Yeah, I just think that I think the meta thing like kills me. Uh, a little yeah, bit. I get it. Um, okay, okay. Next up from Jason X, we have guy in his bed on this Skype chat or whatever this is. So, <laughs> this fucking, I forget about this I'm guy every time guy. until like, I watch this movie again. And I'm like, oh yeah. Zorin, if Zorin is watching this, I hope you know that when we were going through your sequence of these weird characters that you made, I started dying laughing as soon as we got to this guy because I forgot about him. He's but just like laying in it's, bed. It's so correct to put him on this <laughs> list because what the fuck? Okay, so context here is we have the spaceship. It's, it's like the year 2500 something. Yeah. And we have this spaceship crew where it's like a scientist and a bunch of like science students or whatever the fuck. But this like scientist is also looking to make some fucking cash on the space I need money. black market. <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, I do like the professor. I think I he's like very the professor funny. too. Yeah, yeah. I think he he knows what the movie is and perfectly plays into it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. So our professor Skype chats, future Skypes this guy who I'm guessing is this like black market connection that he knows, and this guy is like in bed. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if he has like a camera above him in it bed, like or does he him, sleep is, standing yeah, up? Yeah, he might also be sleeping like the standing cone up. Head. Yeah. Could be it's the future. I don't know. But this guy, or my favorite theory is the actor just was in bed and they were like, hey, can you film this real quick? And he filmed it at home and just didn't try at all. And they were like, we got to put this in. We don't have anything else. Um, uh, He's, yeah. 
He's skeezy. He's, he's weird. Very he's got, weird. He's shifty. I honestly thought he knows he, about Jason. For I some thought reason. he was gonna play more of a part. Honestly, <laughs> right? the way that nope. he seems very kind of sinister and he like, oh, he might backstab this professor. No, he is in one scene. He's just there to tell this professor about Jason Voorhees. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I like him. I don't know how high up he's gonna be, but I think the fact that he's in bed does a lot. It does if do they, a lot. He was just a guy in front of a background. Even the same performance, mm -hmm. not as funny or good. What if we put him below Mayor of Crystal Lake, above Part 1 Copper? Okay. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Our very last one from Jason X, we have our virtual girls who are in this like simulation at the end that they try and trick Jason with. They're just these like two naked chicks who they basically create this VR version of Camp Crystal Lake and it's these two naked hot chicks and they're like, we love premarital like, sex. You want to smoke weed or drink or have premarital sex? We love premarital sex. I don't know, I don't really care too much about these two. It's a funny thing, but again, it's almost like that too cute, like, okay, we're getting, we're referencing <laughs> stuff. I don't um, know, it's fine. Compare them to Abel. I'm gonna like Abel more. Tow truck driver. I like tow truck. You're not gonna get me. Corner. From Jason Goes to Hell. Mango size shit. I'll put I'll put them above him. Okay. That guy just I find very abrasive. <laughs> All right. That's... Next was Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, which we didn't have. We couldn't. I, I couldn't come up think with any. Anyone. The only character we could think of is the one guy's dad who looks like Alex Jones and I don't even really remember what he does in it but he just looks like Alex Jones yeah and I think that that's it's funny I swear he does have some like funny lines though no the his son does yeah his son right. acts like Nick Cage yeah yeah he's yeah like, that's best right. friend just died dad okay it's great but I feel like he's you know He's too main he, of a character. Yeah, he disqual he's disqualified. Meanwhile, his yeah, his dad looks exactly like Alex like Jones. Exactly. It's so fucking um, weird. I can't rank him too high for that because he doesn't really do all that much. No, I don't even want to rank him. We could just put him last. Although it feels wrong. I just think it's very funny he looks like Alex Jones. It does. It gives me lots of like extra um, enjoyment watching that film. Because he looks so much like him. I'll put him second last above the camping couple. Kind of like how, like, if if that guy didn't look like Alex Jones, I would not care and would not even have that character. Similarly, if that one dude wasn't David Cronenberg, yeah, I would not have okay. that character. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Sometimes actors have a little something special. <laughs> Can't get anywhere else. Okay. And that brings us to the remake. The remake. Yes, the remake. We have Donnie. Did you like it? The remake? I, I did. I liked the remake. Yeah. I put that as number three. I, me. yeah, I'm curious where it would be on my rankings. Like, because again, it's hard. Like, the more movies you add to that pile of movies, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. How do I say which one? They start getting so weird and kind of different vibes. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I, I like the remake. Yeah. I think the fake out beginning is good. Yeah, that 20 minute cold I open. think Jason is scary in it. He's fucking, yeah, Derek Mears kicking ass. Yeah. I, it's especially for like the year it came out. For sure. It's got like I was expecting it to be way worse also. That could also be it, is I was expecting to just like hate it. Yeah. Um, I think it's fine. 
We so got Donnie. From is the he remake. the only one we have from the remake? Yeah, I think we 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 kind of went through that movie, and the only other person I can think of is like the guy at the gas station who like won't let him put up posters. And yeah, but uh, yeah. So Donnie, who is uh. What does he do? Uh, he like, works for a farmer because he's like, this old man, whatever's land, he shot you. Stretch. Stretch. Best oh, watch stretch. Oh, you want some weed? I can sell you some weed I found. Yeah. Um. He's uh, Yeah, he's like, what, a farmhand who I gets guess. high and has a mannequin that he fucks. Yes. Named Trish? Gre- Greta something? I thought it started with a G. I don't know. I don't remember. Apparently it's an X. He says he hasn't seen her in a while, but she did take his virginity. And uh, That's right, yeah. then he said he promises to treat her well. This is after licking a porn magazine. Yeah, he has a magazine where it's his lady just spread eagle. He licks that magazine. Yeah, it's he's gross. He's real. Gr- he's like a a less fun Axel. Yeah, but then again, he fucked a mannequin. That's pretty interesting. That is interesting. I like that he went down on the porn magazine lady. He okay. wants to try and give back. You know. Yeah, I mean, he was calling her hot bitch. But maybe that's the way maybe they that talk. Maybe she likes that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. In the bedroom. Yeah. Fantasies, whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're into. I I don't know. He's not super out there for Compare me. him to Skype guy. Lower than Skype guy. Compare him to part one copper. Lower than that guy. I know you're going to put him lower than Hitchhiker. Correct. Compare him to Dirty Man. Low, I think he, honestly, I think he's pretty damn low on my list. Mostly just because he's not. By this point, after all the weirdos we've talked about, he's not that weird. That's Even the though thing. he did fuck a mannequin. Yeah, at this point, twelve movies in, fucking a mannequin's just not enough to to get you up there. Yeah. So, how do you feel about him compared to the Dead Meat Kids? I I don't want to put the like guy who fucks the mannequin above the Dead Meat Kids. It seems wrong. Maybe those kids should have fucked a mannequin. No. <laughs> um, I think I think lower than that. Martin the Gravedigger. Low. I honestly just I think lower than that. I'm not gonna let you put him lower than David Cronenberg. Fair. Okay. That's fair. Okay. David Cronenberg is not doing a lot in yeah. that movie. He's just kind of there. I think I think Donnie is really the who. <laughs> I I can already tell we're gonna have some issues with this. Oh no! What do you mean issues? Like we're gonna want to rearrange stuff, or people are gonna be mad? We're gonna want to rearrange some some stuff. Um, I am going to propose that we move, and you will have no opposition to this. Sandy the diner lady up. Yes. A few spots. Correct. <laughs> uh, I'm going to. Just... I don't know who's who. That's gonna bump out, but uh, that's correct. I want to put her up right now. She is below Harold and Edna. To, uh, Tony Goldwyn and Elizabeth no, and David Cronenberg. Absolutely not. Uh, I propose we move her. It, when you you know when you're putting them in order early on, this tends to happen. Do you want to put her above Donnie? How about right below Donnie? Donnie fucked a mannequin. Let's not let that go All right, in vain. Fine, he did. Yeah. You know, not everyone does that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. Feel like how did Tony Goldwyn and Elizabeth get this high? I don't know. I don't know who like because I said I was meh about them. Yeah, I'm gonna do some rearranging yes, here. Yes, thank you. Okay, I think we have our definitive list of 35 Friday the Thirteenth minor characters. Okay, do we want to read starting from the bottom? Yeah. Okay. 
In last place, the camping couple in part seven. Sure. They don't do much. They just die. Yeah. Okay. 34, Alex Jones' dad. Okay. Because it's just, he, <laughs> he looks just like looks Alex like Jones. A, he looks like Alex Jones. 33, the deckhand from okay. the SS Lazarus. 32, welcome to New York, the waitress. Same movie. Mm-hmm. 31, the coroner from Jason Goes to Hell. Mango-sized shit. Yeah. Above him, the virtual girls from Jason X who love premarital sex. They love premarital sex. Above them, Tony Goldwyn and the director's wife and Jason Lives. Okay. Tries to buy, she tries to pay him. She almost got killed filming it. Yeah. Which so. unfortunately does not put her in a position higher than David Cronenberg just for being <laughs> David Cronenberg. Just for being David Cronenberg. Okay, yeah. Uh, above David Cronenberg, tow truck driver in part two. Okay. Who was also the stunt coordinator. Above tow truck driver, you might dispute this, Harold and Edna, but... <sighs> All right. He doesn't do... The tow truck driver doesn't do anything, He does hon. good nonverbal acting. He doesn't. He. You <laughs> can tell he's trying real hard not to look at the camera. <laughs> but I love that. All right, fine. Okay. Fine. Above Harold and Edna, Abel. Okay. The, In your words, prospector guy. Yeah. Who has the shitty looking eyeball. Above Abel... And uh, making everyone who I've said thus far feel bad is Muffin the dog. Because they were beaten by Muffin the dog. Muffin's a good dog. Okay. It's a good dog. Yeah. Above Muffin, Sandy the diner lady. Mm-hmm. I love Sandy. Does not know how to act, and that's fine. We love her for it. Yeah. Above Sandy, it's our mannequin fucker Donnie. <sighs> he did fuck. Yeah. He fucked, he fucked a, mannequin. a mannequin. I know. Okay. He didn't do it on screen. No, but he made sure we knew. Yeah. He lost his virginity to the man. Yeah, that's even, it like, you know, it wasn't even a thing that he got bored with. Real, I don't know. It meant something. It meant, yeah. It was, <laughs> above mannequin fucker Donnie is grave digging Martin. Okay. Who's not a fart head. Not a fart head. Despite what those kids think. Speaking of kids, above Martin... Dead meat kids. Dead meat kids. Okay. A couple of good jokes. That's about it. Yeah. Above the dead meat kids, Junior, for his dirt bike riding escapades. Yeah. Yeah. Just above Junior is the dirty man <laughs> who just needs to eat. He just needs a job. He'll shovel yeah. some shit for some food. Yeah. Above the dirty man, uh, mostly thanks to Chelsea, is the banana eating hitchhiker mm-hmm. <laughs> with the dual purpose sign. Above her. I don't know why this guy's so high up, honestly. Part one copper. I don't know why he is either. <laughs> like, honestly. How'd he get up there, dude? I don't, like, honestly, in retrospect, I'm like, why is he this high? Yeah. I think it's just because, like, his line delivery is so weird. The way he says the weed and the, <laughs> the way the, the, he can't drive his motorcycle. I don't yeah. know. It's Leave a weird alone, placement. Okay? Also, a weird placement is the guy right above him. Creepy Skype guy from Jason X. <laughs> no, is he really that high? He's that high, dude, for just laying in the bed. Stop. We we put that guy that high up. I asked you questions. <laughs> I okay, you asked me, like, do you would you put him above copper? I yeah. said yes. I did not realize how few <laughs> other characters were above that guy. That changes a lot of things. But also, leave it. It's funny. And <laughs> he deserves it, I guess. Now we're getting into some of my faves. <laughs> 
What did that guy mean? So high. At number 14, we got the mayor of Crystal Lake. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Ooh, these are all so We're getting good. into the um, fucking yeah. golden. Yeah. Uh, number 13, Gramps. Sweet old man. Gramps, yeah. It's all cool. Yeah. Number 12, he'll fuck a dead chick. It's Axel the coroner. Oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And number 11, I'm glad they're this high. The paintballers. Yeah, that's yeah. That's you know they're doing yeah. they're doing a lot of fun acting, and I just love the line of the one guy being like, "You're like a completely different person out he here." I don't so like it. He sounds so genuine. Yeah, it's so sincere. Oh my god, he sounds really hurt. Like he's heartbroken that his friend it's is so, become. <laughs> it's a very funny line reading, and they're all mimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, above the paintballers at number ten, we are now in our top ten. Ennis, the truck driver. Okay, I'm glad he made it into the top ten. Top honestly, 10, yeah. he's so. He's so classic. Shut up, Ralph. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine, the part three bikers. Loco, okay. Ali, and, and Fox. Okay. Good. They're having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Above them at number eight is Joey and her family from Jason Goes to Hell at the diner. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Love good them. stuff. Above them, if we, you know, ever feel like partying, call up Billy and Lana. Mm-hmm. They will take us out on the town. Dude, all we would do is cocaine and sit in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I don't even know if we would go anywhere. We would just be in a car. <laughs> Above them, Vinny and Pete. Okay. Start the fucking car. Oh, I wish they were higher. I just love them. But okay, I'm glad that they're this high up. They're number guess. six. So okay. our top five begins with number five, Creighton Duke. Okay. Little girl in a I'm dress. just, he's just such like a big character. Like, that's hard. It's hard. I know you wanted him on here. So, I mean, number four is Reggie the Reckless. Again, like, they're just such characters. I, I know. And you know what? If if you're at home following along, you can exclude them mentally from your list if you prefer. And then that would put Vinny and Pete and Billy and Lana in the top five. Okay. So. So who is, uh, what numbers were they? Six and five? No, they were four and five. So oh, okay. now it's the top three. Top three. And okay. they, these were always going to be the top three, I think. Yeah, The yeah, order was sure. just what was up for grabs. Number three, Crazy Ralph. Crazy Ralph. Yep. Very, yeah, respectable. Yeah, foundational. I think a lot of people might be upset that he's not number one. Which is fine. That's fine. I think it's a fair, it would be a fair argument to make that he should be number one. If you put him as number one on your list, I wouldn't argue. Yeah. You know? I'd be like, solid. Number two, Ethel. Ethel. I think that's where people are going to get pissed, that we put Ethel above Crazy Rock. Probably. I bet Ethel's divisive. I bet she is. But she's just so fucking funny. She's just got a, a couple killer lines that- I got a bomb on me. Comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And it's so funny. It's, it's, the delivery. It's so fucking funny. Just <laughs> bomb threat to a cop. <laughs> and number one, our, our favorite- Minor Friday the 13th character, Miguel A. Nunez's demon. Demon. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. I mean, how can you? It's, it's wonderful, yeah. Yeah. I think he's he's a delight. He's like a perfect encapsulation of all the weirdness of the Friday movies, I feel like. Yeah. You know? He really is. Yeah. And he's got so many. I mean, all three of these top three characters have lines Multiple lines that I quote regularly. Yeah, the damn enchiladas. Oh, them damn enchiladas. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think anyone could be mad that we have him as number one. No. If we had Ethel as number one, people might be pissed. Mm-hmm, but come at Demon. You can't. You can't. You can't. Yeah. Wonderful. That guy's in Leprechaun in Space. And the, which Scooby-Doo movie? I think the first Scooby-Doo movie, yeah. Yeah. Live action, yeah. Probably a bunch of other shit that I So much other of. stuff, yeah. All right. Woo! <laughs> Oh, wow. There you go. Our first episode back is a long one. At least oh it is God. before I edit it. Yeah. Film time, about two hours. Two hours. So yeah. we'll see what that cuts down yeah, to. Yeah, my battery is dying. All so right. let's well, get out of here. Yeah, let's uh, wrap this up. How do we wrap up podcasts now? I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's been a while. I guess uh, you can find, oh yeah, you can find us on social media. I'm at Carebex, C-R-E-B-E-C-C, on Twitter and Instagram. And Dead Meats at Dead Meat James on Twitter and Instagram. And, yeah, that's it. I guess tune in next week. Again, the battery's going to die, so thank you for listening. Uh, we're going to do Green Knight next week. Yes, we're doing the Green Knight next week. Is it a horror movie? I don't know. It looks I don't spooky. care. It seems spooky enough. Yeah, we really want to watch it. So watch it and tune in. It's going to be streaming for one day only. So if you don't want to go to the theater, look up what day it's streaming. That's when we're watching it yeah. at, at home. Watch it and then tune in for the podcast. Yeah. So thank you very much. This thank you. Fun. Yeah, hope yeah. you enjoyed the return of the podcast. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>